Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so delighted you're here with me today. Today we're going to be talking about fear of loss and fear of change and how you can overcome those things in your life. Anyone who has ever experienced any kind of loss in their life, whether it was a job, a relationship, a person, you know how painful that can be. And so today we're going to talk about how you can get over the fear of losing things or the fear of change in your life. But before we get started with today's episode, I promise to tell you all about the changes that are coming up in my business. And I'm very excited about it. So I offered Reiki and past life regressions and readings before, and I have decided to discontinue those services to focus more on coaching and also to focus on my podcast because I'm also going to be creating a second podcast. Now, my second podcast is going to be a complete shift. It is not going to be a spirituality and self-improvement. It is going to be purely for entertainment. And I will give you more details on that as I know them because it's still a work in progress. But I'm very excited about this new venture and this new podcast. And if you are a patron of mine, I'm going to be airing that new podcast there first. So if you are not a patron and you want a sneak preview of what this new podcast is going to be, join my Patreon page for just $5 a month. You can join us. You get extra episodes of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness each week. Plus, I do put readings there sometimes. And now you'll get a You'll be the first to get a sneak preview of this new podcast. So if you are a client of mine and I have done readings for you in the past or I've done Reiki for you in the past and you would still like to book a session with me, you can reach out to me. I am not taking on any new clients for past life regressions, readings, or Reiki, but I will still work with my former clients. So if you are a former client of mine, and you've had a reading with me, or you've had Reiki, or you've had a past life regression, and you would like to still work with me, just reach out to me privately, and we can set that up for you. I'm just not taking on any new clients right now, because I want to focus on this new venture. I am excited about it. I'm excited about focusing more on coaching. I'm excited about this new podcast. It's going to be great. And I want to make new improvements to this current podcast. And I really appreciate all of you who have followed me along this journey. Each and every one of you means so much to me and I'm so thankful and grateful for you. I hope that what we've been doing so far is helping and that the guests that I've had on have inspired you and been able to leave you with some information that makes your life just a little bit better. That is always my mission is to help even one person And if I am doing that, then I am grateful for that. So I hope that you will continue to support me and this podcast and the business and anything else I'm doing in the future. And again, thank you for being here with me. Stay tuned because there will be more to come in the future. And again, join me on Patreon. The link is in the show notes and you can uh, get access to it early, earlier than everybody else. So it's going to be exciting. All right. So today's episode is all about fear of loss. Everyone in their life has experienced some form of loss, whether it's the loss of a loved one through death, the loss of a relationship when you have a bad breakup, the loss of finances. There have been a lot of people who had a lot of money and then they lost it. Or the loss of, um, you know, friendships, anything. The loss can be anything. 
Everyone in their life has experienced some form of loss, and it can be very devastating and hard to overcome. But what it can also do is create the stigma in your mind that this is going to continue to happen to you and that you're going to lose other people, you're going to lose other jobs. We have this residue almost, that's what I like to call it, because I think of it as like a residue that if we were wearing glasses to see the world, that film or residue would stay on the glasses and it it causes us to see the world in a different way. And for some of us, it causes us to fear the future because we don't know what's going to happen and we may experience loss again. So I'm going to talk about some ways that we can overcome this fear of loss because I know personally I have always had this fear of loss of job. And one of the reasons is because teaching German, there have been times when that wasn't the most popular language and the class sizes were smaller. And I thought, oh, if they don't need me, they may let me go. But they always found ways for me to teach other things so that I could stay. It's not ideal to have to teach things that are not really in your wheelhouse or that you don't really enjoy teaching. But what it's taught me is that I was valued enough that I was kept at a job. They found ways for me to do things in that facility so that I was shown, look, you're valued. We want you here. We want to keep you here. So that was one thing that sort of helped me get past that fear of loss. Because at any time, a school district could say, like, we're getting rid of this program. You know, they can do things like that. So you're never certain sometimes whether or not you're still going to be needed. But I've also learned that that fear is unjustified because every time the schools have bent over backwards to be nice to say, well, we'll find, you know, can you do this? Can you do that? Trying to keep me. So that is a comforting thing. But you may have had an experience in your life where you had a loss and you then had this fear underlying, whether you realize it or not, that is really affecting the way you live your life. And I saw this really great quote. It's by Norman Cousins, and it says, death is not the greatest loss in life. The greatest loss in life is what dies inside us while we live. And for many of us, part of us does die a little bit, and we don't live our lives to the fullest because we're afraid. We let that fear take over. We're afraid of the financial insecurity. We're afraid of losing people. We're afraid of losing relationships, sometimes even losing ourselves. A lot of people don't even get involved in relationships because they're afraid that they're going to lose themselves in a relationship. And it does happen. The problem is that we make intentional life decisions every day and those decisions are sometimes made simply to avoid losing something we avoid loss and we've sort of been conditioned in society to do this how many times do you get emails by companies today is the last day you're gonna lose out if you don't buy our product i mean i i'm doing a travel agency on this side right now too and I get these emails from Royal Caribbean and every day it's the sale, the sale. And it's funny because my friends and I, we're going to, 
book another cruise. We had such a great time on our cruise and we wanted to book another one. And every day I keep getting texts from them. Like I keep getting an email. This is the last day. I'm like, guys, we've been getting this email every day of June. Like, okay, it might end in June, but I think this is the promotion for the month. And then July, yep, same email, you know? So companies have conditioned us to believe that if we don't jump on that opportunity, we're going to lose the opportunity. So we will buy things that maybe we weren't necessarily going to buy at that time just to avoid the loss. We are conditioned for this. People always want to put forward that fear of missing out, right? We call it FOMO. We actually have a name for it, fear of missing out. And we have been conditioned to have that fear. So you make decisions that you wouldn't necessarily make because you don't want to lose out. So we do things all the time like stay in bad relationships because we don't want to be single. We're afraid of being single. Or we don't get in a relationship because we're afraid that we might lose ourselves or we might get hurt. Or we don't take that job because we're afraid of change. We don't know if it's going to be a good decision. There are always risks in life. And you're never going to 100% know that something was the right thing to do until you see the result of it. But most of us, we were born, all of us actually, with this internal GPS, our intuition that tells us, gives us guidance, says, yes, take that job. No, don't get in that relationship. Notice that red flag. We have this internal guidance system. We just need to pay attention to it. But how do we get over the fear? How can we do that? So the first thing to do is to ask yourself, what is it that you're scared of losing? What are you so scared of losing? And if it's taking a new job, is it I'm afraid of losing my security? Maybe you know the money is going to be the same, but you were comfortable where you were before. Am I afraid of being uncomfortable? Am I afraid that I'm not going to make any friends in this new place? Ask yourself, really, what is it that I am scared of losing? Often we can determine that the thing that we're scared of is really an irrational fear and will probably never come to pass. But it's important to identify what it is that you're afraid of. And then are you seeing the whole picture, the big picture? Sometimes we lose things and it's actually a blessing in disguise and we don't realize it. I'll give you an example. When I was right out of college I had this degree and I wasn't happy in the job where I was and I saw an opportunity to become a flight attendant and I thought this would be amazing. I love traveling. I want to get to travel more. So I went and I applied and I made it through the first round of interviews and then they flew me to Chicago to do the second round of interviews and I didn't end up getting the job and I was so disappointed and you know beating myself up like, oh, this would have been such a great opportunity. Why didn't I get the job? But even as I was listening to them explain to us the job description, one of the things they said was, you don't get paid until the plane, till they take the blocks away from the wheels and the plane actually starts to move. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird because, you know, yeah, early you have to get to the airport, especially now. And I thought, well, that's a lot of time you have to be there that you're not getting paid for. But then the other thing that happened was that 9-11 happened probably three months after I got, I would have gotten this job. 
and this company laid off a lot of people and I would have been one of the ones laid off. So it was a blessing in disguise that I didn't realize at the time. So sometimes loss is actually a good thing. It's really hard with our human brains to think about it in that way. But even in my own situation, when I think about relationships that didn't work out, I have always prayed, if this is not for me, put up roadblocks or, you know, cause something to happen. Like sometimes I'm not always so great about seeing red flags in people because I want to see the best in everyone or I don't always know what's going on. I don't know that this person's talking to somebody else or they're not treating me with the most respect. I don't know that because I can't be everywhere all the time. So I give that to the universe. If this is not meant for me, show me, put up a roadblock, make it difficult. And I do that with jobs too, or anything, any kind of decision I'm trying to make. And when the universe does show me, of course, it's disappointing. Of course, it's upsetting that I've lost something, but I try to look at it from a different perspective now, try to look at it as the universe's rejection is my protection. So if I'm losing something, it wasn't for me. Because if something is for you, you're not going to lose it. It's a little harder when we talk about loss of people. That's difficult. And the only thing that I can tell you in that kind of situation is it's only temporary. It's, you know, once we are on the other side, we're all together again and your loved one is still all around you. But it's difficult, and I get that. But as far as relationships and jobs, if you lost it, it wasn't for you. There's something better coming along. And sometimes we have to have patience. Sometimes there's a lesson in that too. And we have to be patient with ourselves and say, okay, did I love that job as much as I thought? Or was I truly living my purpose? Was I really doing what I came here to do? Because a lot of times things get moved out of the way for us, even though we're like, this happened to me and I ate it and we want to go to that victim mindset place, is happening for you for a reason. Use the loss as a way to motivate you to really go after what you want. So if that relationship didn't work out, and I've done this before too, if it didn't work out, what didn't you like about that relationship and what would be better in your next relationship? And for me, it was a lot of soul searching of saying, oh my gosh, like I keep doing the same thing over and over again. I don't like this and I don't want this and I don't want to show up in this way. So how do I change that? And it took working on myself internally to finally realize like I have to change myself. It's not all of these people. It's me. I'm attracting the same people or with a job. If I'm not happy, why am I not happy? What's going on? What could be better? Use it to motivate you. Do you want to earn more money? Do you want to have a job where you can work at home? What is going to really make you happy? Figure that out and then use the loss as a way to go after what you really want. And work with the universe on this too, of course. Always ask, you know, this is what I would like to have. Help me get there. How do I get there? What can I start doing? It's also important to really regularly check in with yourself and to say, what is it that I really want? And am I on the path that I'm getting what I want? Because a lot of times we feel stuck in life and it's because we're not really where we want to be. 
but we're not doing anything to move from where we are right now to get to where we want to be. And so sometimes that's a little kick in the rear end telling you to wake up and to get back on the right path again. And many of us, when you go through a spiritual awakening, there's so many different stages. And then there's a stage where you're just like, I'm tired of the self-development. I'm tired of all of this. Like, I get it. I've been there. You get to that point where you get burnout on all of the self-development things. But sometimes then that's just a way of shifting you like, okay, you know those tools now. What else is out there? What else can you do? What can you discover? Are you experiencing joy in your life? If not, why? Why aren't you experiencing joy and what can you do to make that happen? Some people fear loss because they fear change. Our brains are wired for us to like do the same things over and over again because it's safe. And change feels not safe because it's not certain. We don't know what's going to happen when we make a change. And sometimes really awesome things happen and sometimes not so awesome things happen when you make a change and it's a risk we take. But it's worse to stay stuck, in my opinion. Because at least if you made a change and it didn't work out, you tried something new. And you can always redirect. You know, sometimes being miserable is what causes us to realize that we need to make a change. I remember whenever I was a finance manager, I hated that job so much. And I didn't really know if it was the job itself that I hated or the company It didn't really matter. Both were equally horrible. And I was sitting down thinking like, why am I doing this every day? Like the money's okay. I guess it's okay for a young college student, but it's not like the best. We get no vacation time. Like this is not fun. And it took being miserable for me to realize like, I'm never going back to that kind of job again because I don't like the stress. I don't like... I don't like the atmosphere of a business workplace. I don't. It just doesn't mesh with me. We don't get along. Like I like environments that are supportive and where people want to make emotional connections and they don't step on you to get ahead. So to me, teaching lent itself more to that kind of atmosphere where at least in my classroom, I can create the environment that I want, which is a positive, supportive environment. But in those business jobs, I just wasn't finding that. So I had to make a decision to leave. And it was scary, but it ended up being a really good decision. So if you're worried about what could happen, you can make your pros and cons list, but really go within and reflect and ask yourself, what am I afraid of? Why is this fear here? Like, what do I think might happen? And then check in with yourself. Is this something that could bring me joy? Is this something that I want to do? Really do some deep reflection. And then change the way you see loss. Yes, we will experience loss. You're going to lose relationships. You're going to lose people. We're going to lose circumstances or jobs. But as far as the loss of jobs and the loss of relationships, 
if instead of looking at it like, oh my gosh, look what I lost, think about what could come in for you that could be even better than what you had. And we're not asking you to be conceited and be like, oh, well, I find somebody so much better than you, even though you probably want to say that. That's not what I'm saying, but it is an opportunity for you to have even more than you thought was possible. And that happens all of the time. You feel sad and upset over the loss of one thing and something better comes in. When things are not meant for you, the universe will find a way to remove them from your life. It just happens that way. We can't see the big picture, but the universe can. And the universe knows that sometimes what we want and what we ask for is way too small. We deserve so much better. So try to shift the way that you see losses I know I had to. I used to play the victim like nobody's business, right? I was, this isn't fair, throwing myself on the ground, crying, throwing a fit. It's not fair. That was me. And now I've learned to see that a loss isn't necessarily a loss. There was a lesson there. I learned from something. I grew. And now something better is going to come in. And I truly believe that. And it's truly been the case in my life. So Try to change and shift the way you see loss, that it is just a part of life and it, it is how we learn and grow. We would stay in the same dead-end job forever if it were up to us and the universe is like, yeah, no, I, I need you to step up your game. I need you to go try something else. It's the way that we get shifted onto the right path. So address your fear. What is it you're afraid of? And also change the way that you see loss. It doesn't have to be such a negative thing. Even when I think about the loss of a loved one, when I think about the loss of my mom, yeah, it's a great loss for us. But I was thinking about it. And if I could have her back here today, I wouldn't want her to come back and be sick. And the thing is, she was sick and miserable. I wouldn't want to do that to her because I know she's in a better off place and she's joyful and experiencing all kinds of things that I can't wait to get up there and experience with her. I don't want to bring her back so that she can be sick. And that's one way we can look at things is that, yeah, it's a loss for us. But for the other person, it's a beautiful thing. And it's only a temporary loss here if we can just remember that. I know it feels like a long time. It feels like a long time to lose your mom at 45 and have, if I live to be 80, have that long without her. But I know that I will still be with her and she's still around. She's still like showing up all the time, putting things in her path like, hey, I'm still here. It's only a temporary thing, and even as difficult as it is, we have to remember that because it can be really easy to get stuck in this place of a victim mindset, and it isn't fair, and it doesn't feel fair. I get it. It absolutely doesn't feel fair, but it's something that we have to change our mindset about because 
if we can focus on those people that we've lost are living an amazing and beautiful existence right now. And we're the ones in that valley, just a little maybe sad, not really understanding why things had to happen. And I'm not in any way trying to belittle your grief or tell you that you shouldn't feel things. Of course, of course you have to. Grief is a process. And I, in my opinion, it comes in waves. Some days you're great and you feel good and like life is good. And then other days just feels horrible. And that's how it is. And that's how we get through it. But when you get into those spaces of, oh, it's not fair and I hate this. Think about the good memories you had with them. And think about how those are not it. You're going to have those good memories, those good times again. We will see them once again. Try to focus on the love that was there instead of the loss. It's easy to focus on the loss. But if you had great loss, that means there was great love. And that's what we came here to experience. So instead, try to focus on the love that you shared and how great that was. And again, knowing that Loss is not punishment. It's really not. And we have to stop thinking about it in that way. All right, so I wanted to pull a few cards for you. And one of the cards, it's you can't make this stuff up. It is from the um, Soul Truth Self-Awareness Deck by Brianne Covey. And it's, what am I most afraid of losing? As we grow, change, and transform our lives, it requires us to let go of something that was to make room for what will be. If you were to take the big leap today, would you feel scared of losing love, safety, or belonging? What if it was a big fat lie? What if it was impossible to lose any of those things because you have the power to give you everything you need? So there's a soul action for this card. It says, name that fear and look at the worst case scenario. Find a solution. Take your power back by being certain of who you are and where you are going. Today's mantra is, I move forward knowing I am powerful beyond measure. I am loved. I am safe. And I belong. And I love that. And the other card that came out is, what am I grateful for right now? And I think gratitude is such a great thing because it can truly shift us in a moment. So when you find yourself in that place of, woe is me, or I don't know what's going to happen, and I don't know what's uncertain, maybe instead try to shift the thought to gratitude for the experience. I'm grateful that I had this experience with this person or with this job And I know it's changing now, but I'm grateful for what I had. So the card here says, adopt an abundance mindset. Gratitude is the antidote to all of our problems. It is impossible to be fearful and grateful at the same time. Gratitude improves our health, opens our heart, and changes our state. And today's sole action is the universal law of attraction says that We attract into our lives that on which we are focused. Close your eyes, put your hand on your heart, and think of three things today for which you are grateful. Notice the abundance growing within you. 
I love that. And it's true. When you shift from that fear-based thinking into gratitude, so many amazing things follow. First of all, you feel better being in gratitude rather than fear. And then once you focus your attention somewhere else, rather than on the fear, you focus it on the gratitude, you see more things that you can be grateful for. And it just is a cycle that continues and continues. Do you want to be on the negative rabbit hole where you're talking about all the bad things in your life? Or do you want to see all of the good and the positive things? I know what feels better to me. So maybe right now, just think of five or six things that you're grateful for, the things that you see in your life that you love. And if it was loss that you've experienced recently, just maybe I'm grateful that I had that experience or that time with so-and-so and I learned so much. Focus your attitude on gratitude. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with me today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. If you could leave me some stars on iTunes, I would appreciate that so much. Thank you for those of you who've already done that. And also, you can follow me on social media. You can do one-on-one coaching with me. If you'd like to work with me, reach out. We can set up a call and you can jump on a call with me and see how I might best help you. Uh, Again, I'm not doing any more readings, past life regression or Reiki for any new clients. However, if you were a past client of mine, you can still reach out to me for those services. They're no longer available on my website. And stay tuned for the new podcast that's going to be coming out. You can check on my Patreon page if you'd like to join us there for $5 a month. You get two extra episodes of this podcast per week. And you also will get a sneak peek at the new podcast. And for my $10 members, you're going to get a sneak peek first before anybody else. All right, guys, thank you so much for being here with me. I hope that you're having a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.